Thank you for downloading this podcast from Abrupt Audio. You can find more episodes of this and many other podcasts at abruptaudio.com. Subscribe today to get the next episode automatically. Hello and welcome back to Pixel Podcast. How are you doing, Martin? I'm fine, Ben. How are you today? I'm, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I'm just a little bit excited that today we're talking about more autonomous stuff because I love autonomous stuff. This time it's Rolls-Royce and their plans for a remote-controlled cargo ship. Let's get this episode started. You're listening to the Pixel Podcast. So Martin, we definitely have had our fair share of conversation on Pixel Podcast about autonomous devices. Last week, we talked about a taxi that flew yourselves over Las Vegas, and they were going to trial that on later this year. But, you know, what about the skies are great and all. What about the ocean? What about autonomous vehicles in the ocean? Because, you know, we ship a lot of goods around the world. So why not make that autonomous? So yes, very exciting, I know. According to a white paper published by the transportation company, multiple ships could be controlled by a crew from a land-based control hub. Without the requirements to house or service crew, autonomous ships will be cheaper and also have more room for cargo, the paper argued. Martin, you have to agree that shipping stuff around the world at the moment is a massive thing. I mean, you know, stuff is shipped globally all the time. We, we're constantly importing, exporting, um, not only as a country, uh, the UK, but China and other global powerhouses. And any way of making that cheaper and more effective and safer, it's got to be better, right? Well, obviously this, like you said, it is on a global scale, Ben. And it, to make it safer and easier and unmanned crew means there's, uh, and it's all done by robots, means there's a less chance of accidents or incidents. Obviously, um, to air is human, and there's been so many times where cargo ships have uh, have got hit into like rocks because they're not concentrating what they're doing, or um, it all just down to human error whatsoever. So having it all autonomous means that. Um, the robot can react quicker and go on a set course and everything is then safe. I think being autonomous, uh, things get there quicker and on time and only creates the flow and get people their needs and goods as quickly as possible. Yes, exactly. Cargo ships are very heavy. They're sometimes very dangerous. If they have an impact, then, you know, they, they can often um, cause big, not only damage, but... Uh, a big risk to to you know the people on board and everything else. So if they're save, hopefully saving those lives. If something did happen, the worst they're going to do is maybe you know destroy Jimmy's brand new iPad that he's been waiting for, rather than killing several lives. Which I think in you know in retrospect is probably a lot better way of looking at it. Rolls Royce Vice President of Marine Innovation Oscar Lavander spoke at the conference saying this is happening. It's not if, it's when. The technologies needed to make remote and autonomous ships a reality already exist. Like you said, the technology already exists. Um, sensor rays could be used to help steer vessels, um, and they're already being tested in uh, rage weather conditions in Finland, and Rolls-Royce is creating an early version of the ship control stimulation to test how the system might work in reality. 
Uh, Quote continues, we will see a remote control ship in commercial use by the end of the decade. The future of the autonomous ship isn't exactly plain sailing, however. The white paper outlines concerns and manned vessels are more vulnerable to hijacking or piracy. Now, obviously, this has to be a big concern. Martin, do you agree that um, Rolls-Royce are really going to have to think about the hijacking and piracy side of things? Oh, absolutely. Um, although it's not really um, happening around like sort of our side of the equator, but more uh, down the south, it is a massive problem. And obviously, that happening, will there be some defence measures on... on on the ships or or will it do nothing and obviously you have to sort of battle like these elements of surprise and obviously piracy is um quite difficult to control um normally with a manned crew so therefore uh, rolls-royce have really got to think about how they've got to um, sort this out effectively and where no one gets hurt and no cargo is lost i don't know if there's a way to kind of do almost similar things to what G4S, uh, the massive uh, security global firm, does when they transport money is they have a system which basically marks any money. If the money got stolen from them, it would break a seal inside the containers, which would then mark those items so that they couldn't be used anywhere because they'd be covered in this invisible liquid that instantly would flag up anywhere. So it basically makes the money almost useless. And they've bragged a 100% conviction rate with this system. It works from every time that they've ever had any problems, it has worked in catching who the victims are. So I don't know if there's a way of doing that so that you know whatever happens, those those like cargo containers are like completely marked, or there's there's basically ways of doing that, or they have uh, a really compl- complicated tracking system, which means that each cargo container they'll know where it is, or they'll know where the ship was, things like that. So I don't, I don't think it's an enormous problem. I think there are ways around it, but obviously you you need to make sure that um, that your packages aren't going to be solved because you know people who ship out uh, containers are going to be concerned about this. They're, they're not going to risk shipping stuff across the world if there's a chance that it could be uh, basically a big flag waving for piracy um, and people and hijackers to kind of take for themselves. You know, you don't, you don't want to stand out. They want to just, you know, get things over safe and sound. You know, as far as the people sh- physically shipping the containers care about, all they care about is getting their content from A to B. They don't really care about an autonomous ship, really. It's only the actual, um, the actual people shipping them, the companies... And, of course, um, you know, the companies that make the ships that want to push things forward. So we'll have to see on it. But I think it's a very, very, very interesting issue. Uh, Earlier this year, Nissan had to pull its Connect EV app after it found its software could be hacked to remote control in-car system. Rolls-Royce white paper doesn't go into specifics about combating these security threats, but notes remote and autonomous ships shall be made at least as safe as existing vessels. So at least they're being serious about it. But, you know, imagine just some hijacker literally sitting on a beach with his phone and just like, or his computer just hacking into it and slowly the boat starts turning towards him. (laughs) And they're just like, oh, how do you hijack the ship? Oh, well, it crashed into the the shore and I just grabbed everything off it. So uh, nothing to do with me. It just just went off course. Uh, I just, I just, I, I don't know. I don't know why that makes me makes me laugh. Thinking of uh, just this boat all of a sudden just turning. <laughs> it's just one of the easiest hijackings ever. Basically, you don't even have to go out there. You just, just bring it to you. Sat there, maybe with a lemonade or something on the beach. It's like, yeah, yeah. done. 
have a new it's iPad, like, please. It's like, it's like something like Call of Duty where you just like you just like have like a little drone thing above it and you can like watch it and you're like hacking into it. Oh, with the old black cat it. from um, oh, it was a Black yeah. Ops, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just you know just hack it and that's it because. According to video games, that's exactly how hacking works. Or if it's so. films, like little one, uh, ones and zeros come up, and then yeah. it's like spamming every other letter on the keyboard. Yeah. yeah. Autonomous vehicles are all around us, and there's no escaping from them. And I think we'll be seeing them being tested in all kinds of industries and in all kinds of modes of transports. You know, I, I, it, you know, we're not going to escape from it. It's going to be happening. So. You know, Mercedes are testing their own self-driving um, semi-trucks. You know, you've got self-driving cars, you've got flying drones, which are going to be autonomous and things like that. And now also you've got vessels as well. I think time will tell. We're a long way ahead of, you know, these regularly being used. But, Martin, if this is our future, is this a bad future? How do you feel about this future? Is it scary? I always say these sort of things remind me of Terminator. You know, the machines take over. Yes and no. No, because I think the world will be, will be safer. Things will come to us a bit more instant than they already are. And I and I, I can see, like, human error obviously going down. The only worry I have is jobs at the end of the day. I, I understand that you could say, but we always need programmers and engineers and stuff like that. But let's just say... Um, there's let's say there's a six-year-old kid at home right now and he wants to let's say be um someone who transports the cargo and stuff he can no longer do that you know um and and to me you can't just say oh well you can just be a programmer because for someone like me i couldn't program anything i'll be honest like i i would struggle so that's where i see the problems really that is jobs I understand your concern, and actually what I found interesting recently is I went to visit a school um, to do um, a video shoot, and programming is becoming a really big hot topic for schools, even infant schools, even younger schools, to try and get kids at least talking about programming, because if they can gain enough interest of kids in a young enough age, then they may be more interested in doing it later on, because there is at the moment a shortage of programmers. So if you think of becoming a programmer, go for it, because there's not many people doing it, and there's going to be a more and more need for them as we see these technologies moving. This is the way we're going. It's not slowing down anytime soon. And uh, especially in the UK, I don't think we have enough programmers, and a lot of people don't think we have enough programmers. So, kids... Maybe uh, maybe actually typing those ones and zeros might actually make you quite a bit of money later in life, so listen up. What do you get when you cross a joke with a rhetorical question? Pixel Podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode of Pixel Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed listening to it just as much as we, of course, enjoy making it. To read more information about the topics we talked about, you can look at them all on abruptaudio.com forward slash pixel. And while you're there, you can visit abruptaudio.com, our content owners, to check out more of their other great podcasts because they have some really, really good ones. If you like this one, you're more than likely going to like those too. I'd like to thank Martin for being on the podcast as well. Thank you very much. Always a pleasure, Ben. Don't forget, if you are on the go and like to take us with you, you can download us and subscribe to us on the podcast app for iTunes and on Stitcher for Android. With that, thank you again for listening. We will see you on the next episode, which is probably going to be something else very, very interesting, and I'm sure you guys want to listen to it. We'll see you then. But for now, goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. You've been listening to the Pixel Podcast. Thank you and good night. Or as they say in gamer speak, G-G-N-O-R-E.